than some putty eye, even if we day old, y'all put your hands up, nah, put your hands down, put them in the ground, mix it with the brown, it's that new sound, even if it's age old, fresher than some putty eye, even if we day old, Aloha and welcome to the Microbial Secret Society. Uh, coming to you live um, here at Thursday, April 16th. Although you'll probably get this tomorrow morning, Friday, this April 17th. Or later, because that's how a podcast works. But uh, just wanted to say hi, hello, and aloha. Uh, coming to you from the big island of Hawaii. And um, you're a long-time listener. You've probably tuned in for a while. You know how it goes. The uh, first hour, or in this case where it's just me solo, the first half hour is free. And then the second hour is for members only. But um, actually today on the show, I got something different going on. And... It's almost as if there's a, um, what do you call it, like a, a way to hack history, a way to head through in a way where what we can do is travel through time and interview people that don't exist anymore. And what I kind of have in plan here. Although, you know, the best laid plans are only revealed once they uh, are upon you. But uh, what I have in store here is to interview somebody through history, through time. So how, how would one do that? How, how would you travel through time to be interviewed, say, in the year 3030, when um, Deltron and you know, uh, DJ abilities. No, what's the other guy's name? Uh, are, are traveling. How, how do you get interviewed by Deltron 3030? Well, if you wrote a book or a tome or a video or a memory card or a fragment or a meme or these sort of weird maggot ideas, you ever heard of the idea of maggot, like ideas being like, maggots that you nourish in another realm and if you had some of those some of those to live on some of those to live on beyond you then perhaps deltron could put that on and then tune into you and interview you so in this case here where i'm listening to deltron 3030 he's actually traveled back in time through del the homo funky homo sapien to deliver a message through channeling, similar to maybe how um, Abraham or, you know, th those folks channel these spirits. That was like a Deltron channeling this spirit. Or you could think of it as going the other way in time, where what I could do is read a book to you. And now I'd be interviewing the great Sun Tzu, the writer of um, The Art of War which was a book I, I picked up in high school to read because I thought, oh, that would be cool to learn about war and how to do it. And I expected it to tell you about battlefield techniques, like such as, you know, you're, you're in a platoon and uh, you're engaging a force in front. How do you, you know, combat maneuvers? How do you flank? How do you launch mortars? How do you target? How do you have you know, scouts out front to let you know. But it wasn't really an art of war that way. It was more a Chinese book 
a, um, a philosophical book on almost life and living from the Tao of a way where life or even farming or even anything is this war. Um, and it's just one way to conceive it, especially if you are trying to be a prince or some sort of commander understanding the rules of war if you want to be a great general and you you know that you know even rising to the top of uh, your work or your corporation or your your tribe or your people around you you know it's a battle i i find even being a great guy people still cut me down and i can be great to people and i still cut them down for no reason and it's really a war about strategy and what i mean by war is i mean using resources efficiently and in the case of knf if your war is replenishing the microbes and using like military type techniques to discipline yourself to do push-ups and to run patrols where you go collect microbes in the forest and go do training hikes where you hike many miles in to get microbes and you wake up early to get fermented plant juice ready before the sun rises. And all these translate to a warrior that's equipped and ready to be um, ready for anything that comes up. And so thinking of the art of war in your daily practice in the way that you are um, just being a, a person, a, a living organism, this is what I consider the, the art of war in one sense that, you know, it's not like I war in like combat or like blood or no mercy or like this totalitarian war, which um, speak, speaking of the other, the other topic I, I wanted to get into actually is, um, is one of hy hyper, what I call hyperinflation. And, um, I, I want to talk a bit about that because what else is happening now that we've been indoors is that our money system has been at war with an invisible enemy as we're all hiding out millions of people applying for unemployment, which is funded by the state. And then this the state is not having nearly as many taxes, especially in Hawaii, because people are un unable to travel here. And so I, I think I, I might have touched on this last episode. It was it was a week ago. You know, a lot a lot has changed, just like episode two. Um, but what I think is that I I've I've been I I don't know about you. you and how you've been dealing with this co this crisis of this invisible virus. But it looks like we've reached a peak. They're toning it down. They're going to let the governors back in control as if they ever had some control. And we're going to go back to this level three new normal that they have in store for us. And I... I don't know how it'll work. I mean, it seems like they're really stressing this idea of contact tracing means, you know, following your phone, seeing where you're going, knowing what you're doing, who you're talking to, you know, and if one of your friends gets infected, they're going to follow everything that you do and just know, you know, not that they don't already because your phone is a tracker, right? By, by just via its nature of being on, it's, it's a tracker. It says to the, your phone says, Hey, is, you know, I'm here. Call me. And the phone, the tracker or the cell towers say, okay, we know exactly where you are. Well, you know, we're tracking you. Great. You will send you the strongest signal from this tower to your receiver. And so by its nature with even without a GPS in it, they know exactly where you are from two radio towers. They can tell, you know, pinpoint you almost to the, you know, centimeter of where your phone is. So we are being tracked already, but now Google and Apple are baking this into their app operating system that will port this, this stuff to your, um, you know, to the up, a 
stream data, tr- COVID influenza tracking system, which, you know, they may make it sound harmless like that. And hopefully it will be. And hopefully they'll learn about virology and the microbial secret society and how LAB can break down certain proteins that viruses need to reproduce. And these great ideas that are, that are out there that are actually solutions. Um, and, but, it, but it's, but to even get this idea out, it's a war, right? Because how, you know, the, the present, uh, thinking, you know, I was talking with Felix, you know, certain universities and things, it was that a couple episodes ago, Felix Goldwell and, and, you know, the universities are pumping out knowledge that's saying, you know, treat the soil bad and don't, don't worry about your microbes. And this whole push was all about antibacterial, not that washing your hands is bad, but the whole antibacterial push has just been you know, people overreacting, killing microbes instead of saying, oh, I want more of the microbial secret society around me. I want more beneficial microbes on me. I'm going to wash my clothes with LAB and IMO, and I'm going to get diverse, beneficial, verifiably, you know, with, with a microscope, you can look at it, but you also smell and see and taste and all these things, the mi- beneficial microbes are the default in a healthy system. So you wouldn't even notice them, you know? So it's like if microbes smell or you're noticing them, it's something, something's wrong. So just culturing the ones that you know are beneficial, like temperatures you do, like um, foods you do, you know, you love, admit it, you love cakes and cookies and sweet things. We all do. It's it's like a thing that's the, what exudates are and our fungus that makes us up is just these exudate, you know, um, complex organisms that have been living with us since forever. So um, and they're on the micro scale. We love sugar. Your brain runs straight on glucose. That's that's what it runs on. So you are a sugar organism. And so. KNF being sugar based and might, you know, these nine core solutions being this way. It's, it's a, it's good stuff for us. It's, it's amazing. And, um, this, this, you know, that this, this is the hyperinflation I want to see is people taking off in natural farming, people realizing that there's exponential solutions right in their front yard. And just by taking a barrel of water and f- filling up a trash barrel with water, putting your weeds in there and then dumping it over, you've just created a, you know, a fertile solution that especially if you in- include some LAB in there, it won't stink. And then you can create a, like, you know, these ultra low cost solutions of when you go to dump it over, if it's in a real dry area, dilute it at least 10 to even a hundred to one before you dump it over and then you know um that's that's fertility and you have an exponential solution to create a rich biosphere and the same with the microbes take take a barrel of water and put in enough uh, potatoes or starchy solution to make it kind of cloudy and then and mush them or throw them in a blender or something and make it kind of cloudy water so it looks like it's nutrient filled with nutrients Throw in a bit of salt, um, not much, you know, like few few spoons. Um, really, you want to get it one to one thousand, so it's one gram per liter if you want to measure it. But really, just a little bit of salt goes a long way, and too much salt's bad. So just throw, you know, a reasonable amount in, a few hand, like uh, you know, uh, well, I don't know. It, it's a you know, use one gram per liter if you want to measure it. Otherwise, just go with your intuition, and. Um, and then throw the microbes into this water. So go where the nice dirt is, the nice clumpy dirt, mosh that stuff up, throw it in the water. Now you got a solution to create a, uh, you know, and then in a few days that'll bubble and, and just pour that out or dilute that again, you know, 100 to 1, 10 to 1, whatever, somewhere in there, whatever feels good. Um, and dump that around. And now you got an immune system. You have a uh, hyperinflation of the microorganisms you know how do you hyperinflate microbes 
water, starch, salt, um, you know, a um, little bit of warmth. You know, it, it's still cold out places. People said they're starting to, you know, put things in cold frames. So do this maybe in your house where it's warmer um, or insulated and throw a little fish tank heater in there, you know. Um, but be smart about how, how we do these things. And um, I think there's almost infinite potential for us to really do, you know, um, high, high, so, so that the hyperinflation is just a, like everyone just took $1,200 from the IRS or the government or somehow took this money. And it like, granted, we're not working and we kind of need it and stuff, but it's like completely new printed money and it just adds to our debt. And we printed something in the, in the, the, the one bill, the cares act had something like $6 trillion. So I just, I just want to break that down for a second in like terms we can kind of understand for you and I to understand like what is the impact of hyperinflation of the United States and this economy. And, you know, I, I don't know what the end result will be, but I can tell you we're like passing a lot of debt on or we're accruing it ourselves if we have to pay the piper or we can just pass it on to someone else and say, hey, here's, you know, uh, what, $30 trillion in debt. Yeah, good luck paying it. I, I don't know when, when it comes due or what, it's kind of a joke or I, I don't know, like where the funny money starts or what, how, how the economy really works. But let me just break this down in terms of thinking that the $1,200 was cool. So take the, the $6 trillion. Okay. If you, if you took, um, it, like it's easier to start with a billion dollars. So with one, one billion, and I hope, I don't know if I covered this in the, in the free section yet, but since this, most of this is free, I'll, I'll cover it here. So if you had a, if you had that billion dollars, right? One, so say as a, as a Washington person, I promise one billion dollars of federal funding that in you take, there's 350 million Americans. So you can multiply that, you know, by, like 350 million Americans, $1 billion, that means they pay about $3 each. Because 300, you know, if 300 million people pay $3, that, that you times that by three. So that's like 900 million. And then those extra 50, it actually makes, you know, about $3 a little bit more. You pay, you know, a um, little bit more. So the point here is that when Congress or anybody promises like a billion dollars of something out to people, it costs you about $3. So when they say, here's a program and there's $1 billion going here, you can think, okay, that, that took, I owe if you split it evenly between 350 million Americans. Now, this is, this gets to the interesting part of can you split this up? evenly and do we all pay an equal share and who actually owes the debt when the politicians promise this stuff and create this money out of thin air is it the federal reserve is it the politicians is it us the taxpayer is it the treasury where's the liability where's the where's the thing happening you know where where's all that coming from right and in this right now we just accrue it as this debt to the Fed and T-bills and all this. It's really complex financial instruments they talk about. And they call them instruments, but I, you know, what a weird word to, to say. Um, so what I, but what I want to bring it to is like this idea of these financial instruments being crazy for you and I, that if you did take it and divide a billion dollars by 350 million Americans, you'd come out to about $3 each. And then you start to scale that up to say, okay, well, a, a, a trillion dollars then is a thousand billion. So if $3 was a billion, if they promise a trillion dollars, that's $3,000 that I, that I owe as a taxpayer that they promise. And then the, then the CARES Act was just 
six trillion dollars, right? So that three times six gives you eighteen. So three thousand times. Eight. So so we just we just were pro. Or three, yeah, I think I think that's right. So so we were just told that we were going to pay that eighteen thousand dollars. I believe if if my math's correct here, I'm I'm kind of second guessing myself here, but you could you can math it out yourself, but. Basically, the idea is that we we're, we were just through politicians. They promised three thousand dollars times six, yeah, which I think is eighteen thousand dollars of our like either we pay it or our children pays it or who pays this? And and this is the hyperinflation I'm talking about when what we got in return, like in our paycheck in our bank, was this twelve hundred dollars, but we then promised to pay $18,000. So I, I just, I, or maybe it's even more than that. Maybe it's a hundred, maybe even carrying, maybe I'm even carrying another zero. I don't know. But the point is that we don't get as much money back. And then all this money enters the economy as this hyperinflated money. And I, I don't know. I, I I shouldn't make too many predictions on it. I, I don't want to tell you about it too much, but when they're printing something like a trillion dollars a day and using these assets to buy stocks, so the Federal Reserve is printing new money and then going to stock investors that the stocks aren't worth shit, right? Because the market's crashing, but the Federal Reserve comes in, which is this private company, and they say, well, we'll we'll buy your toxic stock that no one will buy. We'll we'll buy it from you. And so they they take the the stock that that no one else will buy because the market's so volatile. They they print new money and, and acquire your willpower or like your your you know the companies the ownership in these companies because they're buying the stocks, right? And then later they'll say Oh, like after, after we come out after this, this, this shakedown, this breakdown, it'll be like, oh, well, who, who owns the companies now? Well, we, we sold all the stocks and we sold and the market went up. Well, why was the market going up? Because it was the Federal Reserve buying all these stocks and causing hyperinflation instead of actually like, um, buying stocks with real money. They were just printing new money and giving it to companies. And people were cashing out of the market with this new money. But now the Federal Reserve owns it via this, this scheme of, of, of ownership and, and having, having this money. Um, so, so that was, I mean, and they did the same thing in 2008, but in 2008, they did it with mortgages, right? So this one, this one was about companies and about small businesses and these loans and these things that, Somehow they they got our willpower for our businesses owned up now, and I think it's going to be harder and harder to to recover from this when the only person with money is the Federal Reserve, but they're just printing brand new money, and so the only way you can get it is to be first in line to get the new handout of money coming out because it's it's really hard to you know I I don't know I mean maybe maybe it'll get the economy going again and. I mean, in Hawaii, it's just tourism and tax dollars. And, you know, the government just took a 20% pay cut. And I, I, I don't know where, where we're going financially, but I, I really, you know, I, t- I wanted to label this episode hype war and hyperinflation just to kind of bring in visitors and this, this next bit of part of, um, you know, the discussion here of, of what's going on. But I really feel like, the discussion is, you know, about our human rights, our human liberties, how we respect the land, how we get along with the ecology, you know, knowing, knowing the KNF solutions is, is definitely a pro, right? I mean, if, if the world does go away and the internet's gone, knowing KNF to be able to grow your neighborhood revive your you know there's nuclear power plants around the world that are going to need our help like 
if if the grid goes down and they can't all of a sudden cool these reactors, the same type that are in Fukushima, there's like 50 of them in America. And so if the power goes off, they need power to keep those things from overheating. And they really don't have a solution to get rid of the spent nuclear fuel. It it just goes and they have all this fuel and they can't put it in a hole. They tried to put it in Nevada in a hole or New Mexico in this deep hole, but it lit on fire because they used the wrong stuff and they polluted it with plutonium and now they can't even go down there, deposit things. And the thing is, when this radiation gets so gnarly, it, you can't even have robots go in because the computer circuit boards short out. And, and electrons just fly into the thing and, and short it out. And you have to have a super hardened computer to go into a nuclear reactor. And it's, it's, you can't see it. So it, it seems cool, but it's really scrambling your DNA. And we have these reactors everywhere. So having people learn about natural farming, how to boost the microbes, because as there's nuclear fallout, the microbes will naturally adapt to living there. But they're going to have a hard time at the beginning because there's such a change. And we can assist them through that change and hyperinflate them via the, the method I, two methods I talked about. One of the starch and the salt and the microbes in the water. That's to make more microbes. And the other is to put the, the weeds, you know, just whatever grass in a barrel and water and even piss in there and throw some dead animals in there and let it get real nasty and then dilute that a lot, like one to a hundred, one to a thousand, like dilute it a lot and then use that. And now you got these two solutions where you can hyper inflate the microbes to take care of any toxic area. So if there's nuclear fallout, there's you know, COVID 2021 coming at you, you can, you can use these solutions to hyper inflate and almost overnight, you know, with a, with a, um, what do you call a, um, an air bridge and a control tower system and all these great government things. You can, you can do this. Like you can take control of your life and your soil and, and, you know, people, people, say oh like think of that on that on those deeper levels like knf helps you take control of your life but you don't take control of your life there's no way you can control the microbes you can only encourage them and put good food and hope that they breed to be better and more robust you can't control them and be like this one or that one when you do that that's what causes outbreak that's what causes imbalance it's more about just putting good food out, good education, good good resources, access to resources, um, balance. Um, you know, the microbes are so good at turning solar energy, like like energy from the sun, into sugar to power the earth with plants. The microbes deeply integrated into the plants. And I was talking with Luke about this the, the last couple episodes where the top of the plant is this perfect like solar um, absorption thing in the perfect bandwidths. And then the roots are these, you know, they, they reach out and they ground in. So the electrical charge that comes through from this, you know, electrical system happening, it almost, it's like a solar power electric thing for the microorganisms that they power their whole micro colonies their whole secret society under the under the ground based on the plants just receiving the solar energy i mean they do it way more efficiently than we do because we take solar energy like electricity you know and we can run it direct current maybe into a motor and maybe have i i don't know what the, the loss or the efficiency is maybe maybe that's pretty good to run a solar panel into a direct current motor but I think even solar panels, theoretical efficiency is somewhere like 15 to 30%. And I, I don't know, maybe plants have a pretty low efficiency too, but they have so many sites for photosynthesis that I think they're better than solar panels. I'm, I'm not sure which can, which could actually get more energy. Probably the, the plant though, I would imagine. 
Um, and, but our, but our technology of, of then taking the electricity and, and then running it into batteries and these other things, like that's where the microbes have us beat, you know, like the plants are one of the perfect storage systems for energy because it's this constant renewal of energy. So like the, the cassava root is like one of the best energy storages, like, cause it's living, it's renewed, it's constantly being refreshed. It's actually like this, um, you know, it's, it, it's in the old world. That's how they banked, right? Was the food, was the granary, was the storage that you were the king of the village. If you were the grain man and, and, or the greatest farmer or the granaries. And that's, you know, um, so, so storing, storing energy with microorganisms, using them to ensile the things, to ferment them, to store. I mean, microbes, the secret society is fully integrated into natural banking systems, natural reserves, um, you know, all, all these things of where these, the microbes themselves, like I, the, the other, the other idea is the, the piggy bank too. You know, like the microbes convert the pigs and, you know, I, I don't know. Anyway, it, kind of on tan, off tangent on banking. I don't, I don't want to go too far onto that, but I want to stick more to the idea of hyperinflation. And I mean, the other technology that could help America recover is the no smell piggery. This technology, as we get it, you know, meat packing plants are having trouble with um, all kinds of disease outbreaks but with knf no smell pigs it's now note, noted by the national resource and soil conservation usda service that this actually mitigates um pollution and it's been proven i, I don't know in korea if there's scientific papers but basically every farm gets swine flu over there but the farms that are doing it with knf they don't have swine flu. So imagine we did this here and all these meat packing plants that are having trouble. They were raised with KNF, no smell, inoculated deep litter systems. And there was no reason to fear COVID because the, the immune system of the pigs is in top shelf. They're, they're living on a four foot floor of inoculated living microorganisms. They don't need antibiotics because their immune system is naturally robust, just as if they were living in a natural forest. You know, that, that power of nature, people always talk about it, you know, like, oh, you know, nature's so resilient and stuff. Well, KNF is bringing nature into like the city, into the urban environment, into like commercial pig operations. We could do this. We could actually bring in the, the, the pigs right into you know, our cities and, and bring KNF forward in, in terms of hyperinflation. Imagine all our pigs, you know, put a real, a real pork bill together about KNF, no smell pigs and, and get Nancy Pelosi and all those guys to fully embrace the idea of, you know, really bringing America into the, the idea of, you know, we don't need to vaccinate our animals. This is why we're, we're so susceptible to these viruses and if we were um, taking care of our animals without vaccination, we'd all be healthier. And so this is the kind of idea that needs to be hyperinflated, brought into the future, brought into the present is, I, you know, who wants to eat pork that's saturated in antibiotics and gets shot up with vaccines and stuff? That's how you get, you know, um, viruses getting stronger is all our animals are constantly filled with vaccines, you know, like antibiotics and vaccines and stuff. And it breeds superbugs. And that's why there's like animal to human transmission as hoax as that is. And as stupid as this story is with a bat, but our, you know, talk about hyperinflating a good technology. Let's hyperinflate the KNF pigs so that everyone has access to good pork with a strong immune system. And let's leave this stupid virus in 2020 in the first part of it. And let's enter 2021 riding this wave into healthy immune systems, educated about our ecology, the secret society, the microbes, how we're part of it, how all this can just benefit us in so many ways. 
And it's, it's more, you know, like here I am, I'm sitting here on a couch in Hawaii in the middle of the night and you can probably hear the cokey frogs. But what I'm speaking here, I think might be truth. I think it might be universal. I think it needs a larger voice, you know, like where, where's Joe Rogan at? You know, where, where you at? Like, what are you, what are you podcasting about? You're interviewing people about who knows what there's real solutions out here, you know? And I saw, um, Nako got uh dash on there and i and i think heck yeah hip egg you know learning about permaculture the, these are the solutions you know korean natural farming learning about the microbes you know it's just that's one name for microbial consciousness and then the other name is you know permaculture which is just living in symbiosis with the world and i hope if there's a normal or a new normal that we return to it's one of conscious like systems that function that are thought about that respect the microbes that respect the earth as a living system that we can love and interact with and feed the soil and feed the trees and feed the microbes and be in this thing where together we're we're enacted and and our conscious music and our and our entertainment is all based around the service to this secret society the microorganisms that are in our bodies, that are in our guts, that are on our skin, that are on our hair, in our minds, in our lungs, we're breathing them in. If you're breathing in really good microorganisms and they're colonizing your lungs, these good microbes, if COVID and a virus comes in, they just eat it up. There's no room for them. The good microbes are, you know, I mean, and this is only to a degree of like someone's going to be like, well, no, no, no. I studied this in a Petri dish in some artificial lab conditions that that doesn't happen. And people do get sick. Right. And there is IMOs everywhere and we're all weak to some degree, but it usually has to do with malnutrition. And if we're eating really good food, then we usually don't get that sick. And if we're really feeling healthy and we're, you know, usually when you're depressed or something, you'll get sick or, you know, if you're healthy and happy and eating good food and you have diverse microbes, you don't get these sicknesses, you know, you got strong lungs. And if you're breathing in good IMOs into your lungs, viruses have no chance to propagate. I mean, sure, you'll get the virus, but this asymptomatic shit. That's just some BS, man. Like it's it's to make it so it's like lurking around and it could show up anywhere. I think it's just a way so they can shut us down when they want to. They say, oh, yeah, you're you know, you're an asymptomatic carrier. You got to go to the camp. And it's like, what? No way, man. I know about microbes. I am going to stay here on this land and be sovereign and teach you about this stuff, because this is the way that. You know, you here as a listener, you get to know about this. You get to learn about the microbial secret society. You get to be a frontline ambassador of the secret society, sharing it with others to be like, hey, did you know about a microbial secret society? You'd be like, yeah, well, you might have known about it before, but then check out this dude's podcast and share this and be like, oh my gosh, did you check? He's talking about this crazy shit. He's talking about hyperinflating pigs. He's talking about the microbes that are going to infest all of us in a way that's going to make us healthy because these are the indigenous microbes that lead to fertile, beneficial earth where everything is in symbiosis and comes back to climate stability. And wow, the solutions are just so amazing. I want to share these everywhere, post it on my Instagram, my Facebook, all my social media. In fact, I'm going to make posters and put them around town. That's how cool it is. Maybe I'll get some stickers in the mail from the Microbial Secret Society. Start posting up stickers of listen to the Microbial Secret Society because it's going to invade your town. It's going to come in each time you go to the ocean and you gather seawater. You're going to think of the nine KNF core solutions. You're going to look at the ocean and be like, I'm making this place more fertile and full of more fish, more dolphins, more whales because of my contributions. I... I'm a contributing person to society and the microbial secret society in such a way that this life and this love that I am, this paradise, this is real. This is the thing that this is the reality I want to bring in. And thank you for listening. I want to really thank everybody for tuning into that energy, that flow, that thing of like, take your hands by the side of your head and bring it together and then bring it down to your heart and then on the side and bring it up. Oh man, 
If we can all do that, if we can all find this balance, this hyperinflation of good, this war towards bringing consciousness of goodness and like strategically using this stuff to replenish the earth, then this is the way we got to go. This is the place we got to happen. You know, I think what, what this opportunity with this virus, we have a chance for a whole new world to understand microbes. And so that we're not fear driven, that we're not driven by these systems that put us on supply chains, but we're driven by people who see resources right at their feet by, by, by everyone who knows, Hey, I can grow with right, what's right here and I can share it with my neighbor and we can sustain ourselves through all the seasons because we as a community have the resources we need and the skills we need to do that. And if we don't, as soon as this quarantine's over, get on an airplane, come over here to Hawaii, sign up for the training camp, come live in a tent or whatever, as long as, you know, it's COVID friendly and shit, you're going to have to be covered in IMOs and bathed in that stuff. And, you know, you wear a mask and shit covered in IMOs and keep yourself safe out there. Right, folks. But come learn about these skills, man. You got to learn. And if you know these skills, set up a microbial secret society training camp at your place. It's cool. You know, you don't, you don't have to ask me. You just have to ask the hidden masters. The hidden masters, you just pray to them and you say, oh, hidden masters, maybe you make an IMO, you know, one or two or whatever Cho calls it. And you make that thing and you say, oh, did I do it right? And then if the hidden masters say yes, then you are part of the club and you make a microbial secret society training camp where you are. And now we have fertility camps sprouting up everywhere. And it's not like everyone has to come just here to Hawaii to be like at my thing and have any glory or like. Ooh, duh, 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 duh. I heard you were the first person to find the hidden masters. No, everyone's known about these hidden masters since forever, man. Just nobody's called them this and like brought them about or they've been suppressed or Jesus, you know, like he found the way, the truth, the light, all these microbes right there. So the hidden masters are real, but you can connect to them. And one of the keys is to put a bunch of microbes all over your body. I can just give you, I can give you a recipe to connect with the hidden masters. Okay. One of those is the the two recipes I already mentioned. Those are cheap ways to do it. They're not recommended for like the high level hidden masters. Okay. Those are low level hidden masters, but they'll get you somewhere. And if you start there, then they'll refer you to higher level guys, which includes a lot of sugar because the higher level guys are sweet. Okay. And this is a development of going to where what you're looking for are the sweet guys kind of with the longer beards. Okay. And they, they hatch on rice. But when you, when you get these guys, what you want to do is you want to cover it on your body because you are a, a radio receptor. Your human body is a skeleton is like a mech for holding microbes. And if you get more microbes on you, more of these hidden masters living within you and more of them aligned on you, the beneficial ones, then you can transmit more cosmic energy in and out, just like a modem, like a, a, a modulator, demodulator. That's what modem stands for, you know, like you can modulate and demodulate frequencies from the universe in all electromagnetic bandwidths. And the more microbes you get on you and the more you load into you, the more you can transmit on these frequencies, which are earth based frequencies not like our cell phone which overloads these same it's the same concept but it overloads the things it sends like gigahertz into where it should only be like megahertz so it overloads it blows it out it's not it's not good but if you tune into this other one and the way to do it is to like cover yourself in indigenous microbes so bathe in them put them on your clothes and then you will start connecting with the hidden masters these hidden things that are all around you that are that are the secret society and different different cultures have different ones like there's different sects like you know just like the masons have the shriners which are more like you know arabic and stuff and or if you eat cheese or you eat whey or you eat a, like a sauerkraut you know the lab sect is pretty strong but there's there's all kinds of sects and different cultures down to this microbial level that then reflects in our macro people and these beings but we've largely forgot this today and we just 
battle around as if our microbes don't matter and we ubiquitously murder them with, you know, um, antibacterial soap and, and detergents and poison our waterways and our, our food supply and our, and our, you know, our lives and our minds and everything. But we don't have to do that anymore if we don't want to. We can hyper inflate the solutions. We can grow into the new things. We can realize that that we are the fed, that we are the ones we've been waiting for and that the microbes are the ones to help us. And it's all about, what is it about coming into balance with them? Sure. You can amplify them, but if you amplify them in a way to imbalance them, they will fuck you up. Okay. So you can't really, uh, fuck them up, you know, in a way like they have karma, you can amplify them to to get them more, but you can't amplify them in an imbalanced way, like more, but everything's better, you know? And so it's a real safe technology to use because you, it, it, you can't imbalance it. You just make it healthier and more robust and more diverse and more dynamic and more happy and more love and more feeling good and more hyperinflated with in uh, microbes and water and nutrients and all these things that go out. And this is the love and the thing that we want to get into. And this is the future that we all have access to. And Korean natural farming is just one name for these tools to connect you to the hidden masters of the microbial secret society, which can infect your mind, just like Paul Stamets did where he climbed up that tree and he ate a bunch of these microbes and they freaking told him to stop stuttering and he did and so these same things you can do mushrooms that way or you can just have these subtle imos on you and bathe in them or what i do is i take them and i put them in in on myself so that that way i'm connected in in a way and always have these things on on my body so that um, and I don't go into chlorinated water and I try to, you know, keep as much of the microbiome on me as I can. And I believe this is the way that we can connect to what, you know, true hidden masters, true cosmic energy, because my DNA resonance of the microbes colonizing me are in more resonance with the microbes of the earth and the diverse ones out there. The more I limit my microbiome, the less communication I have with nature, the less resonance I have, just like a tuning fork. When I hit one, it resonates. So if I have a DNA microbe on me, it's resonating with the other DNA microbe of the forest or, or whatever in my indigenous zone. And their radio wavelength isn't that far. You know, it's like, it, it's it's I, I don't know how that works, but I think it's it's kind of ubiquitous across space and time and DNA resonates with it with itself. And so by coding myself in this, I can hyper inflate my way of getting in touch with humanity, getting myself in touch with life, with love, with all these things. And this is this is the new revolution. This is the new evolution. This is the the heart of the microbial secret society. This is the message of the hidden masters, you know, every other hidden master that makes you pay dues and fees and stuff. Although this does cost $8, right? But, but I don't charge you $8 to listen to the hidden masters and like, you got to be initiated by me or this or that. Even, even people that take my classes, they know that my certificates, they're, they're worth a lot, right? And if you have one of that, it's going to be collector shit. They're going to be like, oh, bro, you'd study with that guy over. And if you got a hat too, who got a hat? What, what? Yeah, that's you guys. And, but these things, you know, like it's, that's what it's about. It's about your experience. What I teach you in my classes about knowing it's about tuning in your, your eyes, your ears to see these things. It's like a, you know, a hierophant initiating you into understanding this stuff that, you know, you could figure it out on yourself, but I, I was, you know, Master Cho taught me, Ginger John taught me, you know, people showed me the way and, um, it, it, the way, the way it was simple, it was just to leave rice wash out and then to add it to milk. And then the way it was apparent, you know, it just, it just separated from the curds. And, um, that's just like life. Once you know the way the curds separate, and uh, didn't I see? I feel a meme coming on. 
But, you know, I started this episode off talking about these idea memes, these, these, these parasites, they call them, but they're not parasites. They're mind parasites. These things that you feed in these other realms, this will, these things. And I want to go back to that just a little bit more to be like the KNF and spreading the microbial secret society and this idea that basically for the past decade, 12 years, I don't know, since 2007 ish, I've been milking this idea and, and nursing it and just feeding it and nourishing it. I don't know if milking was the right idea, but nourishing it. And now it's come to almost a fruition where it's like, oh, people know about KNF and it's a thing, Korean natural farming. Oh, Master Cho. Oh, and they don't even know the whole story, but this this thing, like this this parasite is now something that's tangible that can be, you know, maybe it's not a parasite, maybe thinking of it as like, I always think of them as like black soldier fly maggots, but maybe that's not the right way to think of it. Maybe it's more like a caterpillar that's going to turn into a butterfly and fly away. But I see us as we got a critical turning point right here. We got a chance to hyperinflate the economy with KNF, with knowledge of soil, with knowledge of, you know, living microbes with that keep us virus free with animals that are both, both pigs, chickens and cows that are raised with robust immune systems, with no waste problems, with no vaccinations, no antibiotics. And for me, that's the stuff I want to eat. I don't know who and what you are. If you're like, oh, no, no, sign me up for the antibiotics. Like, I don't want any of this natural stuff without that because it was too healthy for me. And it was too easy to retrofit these barns to have four foot deep wood and then wood chips and then use that material to grow crops in an amazing way. Because it, instead of putting manure and filthy microbes, stinky waste out, it actually puts out really complex microbes that are the equivalent of having an IMO four pile for, for like, you know, eight months or something, six to eight months. And so we could rapidly change the fertility of America, of our whole nation towards health, towards healthy soil from the pig pens, from the chicken barons and all this, our, our mass animal farming could go and we could have a hyperinflated economy of just the most epically healthy food benefiting because we don't need to till. We don't need to go so heavy on the fossil fuel. It's great. We can use a lot of it for transportation and for spreading microbes around and rebuilding our ecology. But this lapse in fossil fuel, we've had this 50% reduction actually buys us a whole nother 20 years. If we go back 50%, that gives us 20 more years of fossil fuels and that's the kind of stuff we maybe need. If we have 20 more years and we strategically use it to get rebuild the ecosystem and transition towards healthy ecosystems with microbes that can eat up radiation and dispose of toxic sites and make them habitable and can build our immune systems and can surround our cities with robust forests that will keep us safe from disease and can rebuild our natural wildlife then this is the revolution, the evolution, the revolution once a year <laughs> that I want to go for, right? Because this is the way of the future of the LAB of permeating into our minds of, of, of bringing our soils back to life of the LAB get, being a welcomer, uh, the medics and, and, um, and emergency workers, the medics and police of the soil. Which, by the way, I just I just kind of re revised what LAB was instead of just calling it the KNF police. Whoop, whoop. I'm going to call it the medics and the police. Whoop, whoop. And so, yeah, I think that's a better description because I, I like them as medics and the police. They're not just arresting people. They're also helping them out, just like our frontline workers in this. Yeah. What's up, Caitlin? I know you don't listen to this, but that's my sister and she's a nurse in Denver. Don't say hi to her because she works at the emergency room. But if you do see her in public, say hi to her dog. And um, so, yeah. Um, anyway, I, I hope this episode has opened your mind. I'm going to release this entire first hour free, which usually I just do a first 
half hour of me kind of talking. And usually I also do guests. So I want to thank everybody for putting up with me during this COVID crisis, during this social distancing. Even though I use Zoom to meet with people, it's still I've been social distancing just in general of I don't even want to call your ass. Stay the fuck away from me. Right. We all get in those kind of funky moods of like, I'm not always the most extra or intro extrovert. I don't know whatever those the right word is, but I, this crisis has made me all paranoid and shit. And I feel like time is going crazy. Each night I've been watching Donald Trump talk about how he's revoking our civil liberties. And then I've been watching David Ige and Mayor Kirk Cardwell just erode the liberties of their people over like 26 people being sick. So imagine, imagine 26 people died of alcohol poisoning or some shit. Like, you know, that shit's happening all the time. 26 people and then they shut down the entire state like you got to be shitting me on this and all the people that that are you know lost loved ones and and all that stuff man i i feel for you i think a weapon was used in new york just like they did on 9-11 and i'm sorry that's just you know what i feel and if i get censored and all this for that for saying that that's my truth and speak truth or just don't speak it at all and so what i think is happening here and this is fucked up with the stats, is that they took data that was New York and New Jersey, which were outliers, and they said that this is a norm and that the norm and then the 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 other one was not normal. And that's just bullshit. It's just straight, straight bullshit. The um the 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 data points for New York are outliers. And the other is the norm and there is no virus. It's just, we are here, um, you know, and they just used a weapon. So we'll see, we'll see how, where that gets me. And hopefully I don't get in a camp for that. And if I do remember where the secret society and how to connect to the hidden masters, please consider subscribing to the secret society. It really helps me out and get directly supports me. Um, a year subscription is cheaper than coffee. And most times it's a lot healthier. So uh, thanks for listening. I hope you're having a great day. Aloha. Hola. 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 Revolution, independent movement, restore, regenerate, get rid of this pollution, collusion, intrusion, all of this illusion. There's no I without Ina, it's all just an illusion. Just enough fight with just enough love. Ain't no lover or no fighter, cause we all of the above. Box my way out of these cages that they put us in with no gloves. It's loud, Lima, now we doing it because. Desirous of the hills of money We just want the rocks that have been taken from it Stand up and fight that which holds you at the bottom Stand for the land so that it may still blossom Ole mina mina ika pu'u kala Ualava mako ika poha Ku ika pono aho o mohala Ku ika heva kamea ipapa you're thinking that you might not understand but basically we trying to get back our land bro i know that you're thinking that you might not understand but i'm just trying to tell you what to do with your hands Lava no 
Kuka ino e pai o vale no kapono e pai 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 pa lua ho ika ono kuka mai ka pahu hopu ho o pa a hau ia no kahi ki aloha pela no e laulima ole mina mina ika pu'u kala ua lava ma ko ika poha ku ika pono a ho o mohala ku ika heva ka mea e pa pa ole mina mina ika pu'u kala ua lava ma ko ika poha ku ika pono a ho o mohala mi se ku ika heva ka mea e pa pa na Ike ia o le paha i moa kaka Ia ka hoi hoi ho alaila ho o maka Ike ia o le paha i moa kaka Huli ka lima pela no e ho o laha Put your hands up Nah put your hands down Put them in the ground Mix it with the brown It's that new sound Even if it's age old Fresher than sabai Even if we day old Put your hands up, nah, put your hands down, put them in the ground, mix it with the brown, it's that new sound, even if it's age old, fresher than somebody, even if we day old, oh. Hola, 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 hola,